This podcast is not meant to be informative or educational and has the potential to be completely irrelevant. This is our two-year anniversary episode of Property Jam. Welcome to this week's very, very special episode of Property Jam Podcast, where we talk about everything on the human side of property. And this week is very special because it is, as Joe has said, our two-year anniversary. Can you believe it? Imagine two two years of listening to our dulcet tones. What more could you wish for? Well, it's a bit over two years. Our anniversary was actually last Tuesday. But because oh. it fell on a Tuesday, we couldn't launch. We, we thought we'd wait till the next, following Monday. You know, why uh, change habit of, of uh, a lifetime, well, a habit of the last two years and release something uh, on a Tuesday. So we're releasing on a Monday. Also, we're recording on the actual anniversary. We, we are. are. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're being true-ish. But true-ish. do you also remember that that wasn't really our, our intended launch date? Do you, do you remember Apple Podcasts to ages to approve the yeah. podcast? So we did this really embarrassing launch sequence on Instagram from like 10, 9, 8, and then it got to 1 and nothing happened. No, I had myself, I, I remember sitting there in a, I want to say it was a hotel on an island in Bali. Uh, which which island was it? Um, um, okay, do we care? Like, does anyone care? No, I remember. Okay, land, I don't know. It was um anyway one of the uh, islands off the coast of off the coast of Bali, and um yeah, just sitting there trying to work out why on earth is not working. And I remember Lara just like, staring at me, going, "What do you keep doing?" I was like, "I keep trying to check whether it's refreshing." <laughs> hasn't gone live yet. Hasn't gone live yet. So back in the day when we were making mistakes left, right, and center releasing too many episodes at once and then you know, not letting the episode out in time and um you know forgetting to post it and getting time zones wrong to so posting at the wrong time of day and all of this so uh, these things that you overcome very quickly um but yeah it's uh it's been a great two years i would like to say we never missed an episode but we did once once, Isaac. once. did we yeah did we do that? yeah once yeah. Just- this year, yeah, wasn't it? It was. It was in the last within the last couple of months. We had to do a re-release. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. that now. Yeah. Tenant yeah. stories. Yeah. So we're still so we're still getting it slightly wrong then, Matt. We haven't <laughs> haven't nailed it just wrong. yet. Well, I thought I, we, we, yeah, consistency is key with these things. So yeah, and, and we got to Sunday, and everyone was like, "So what's the next episode going to be?" <laughs> and we're like, um, "I can't remember recording an episode. Anyone remember recording an episode this week?" Uh, no i don't remember recording an episode so what we're gonna do uh i don't know (laughs) should we put put a relaunch on or should we get should we jump on do we did a relaunch yeah and i think i was ill as well there was a reason Uh, because i couldn't jump on that particular episode as well so i think that was a that was the problem too it was just like it was going to be two of you not three of you so yeah mm. um yeah but i mean if i think back sort of so much has changed you know when we launched property jam first and foremost it was just this idea that I guess Niall had and then you know Matt and I we were running a network together and the network just we weren't enjoying it it wasn't really sort of ticking our business boxes and Mm -hmm. then the idea to kind of morph that into a podcast where we were talking about the stuff we actually gave a shit about like three mates talking about the real human side of property 
you know the the stuff the conversations that we find ourselves having on a regular basis and putting a microphone to it and from that idea to creating the logo to launching it albeit 12 days after when we were supposed to um you know was it I think we did say the first. I think it was the first. It was going to. I drop. think it was supposed to be very early in October. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And it just took so long. It was so embarrassing. I just remember, guys, you should check out our Instagram. Go back to its inception and look at the embarrassment of what happened from the ten right down to the one. And then I did this post of like me as an egg. Do you remember me as an egg? Yeah. It was. Like, <laughs> it was like. <laughs> I was like, I'm really sorry. We haven't been able to go live because Apple Podcasts didn't approve our podcast. And which, of course, I found absolutely hilarious. I don't know if our... If our uh, how, how many bottles of wine did you have by that time? <laughs> probably quite a few. Well, that was another thing as well. I was on holiday. I'd gone to Fuerteventura. And yeah, so it was all just happening around the same time. And then from that, I'm recording episodes in person in your studio or your flat in... Woking, no, in in where were we? In home. I've lived Woking in my life. (laughs) Nothing against Woking, but uh, I don't. I'm in home. I went through Woking once to get (laughs) to Heathrow. Is is there another podcast that you're on, Joe, that you haven't told us about? Sorry, I need to tell you something. (laughs) Who's having a podcast in Woking? I don't. I don't think I've ever been to Woking. (laughs) Well, if if I brought up. There were, there were a couple of times on your way to Hove that you did get lost. Oh, and you ended no. up in, was it Lewis you ended up in one time? I literally ended up like in the sea at one point. Lewis. And I do remember I missed the train. I, I got on the wrong train, not just once, but twice. And it took me about two and a half hours to get to you. <laughs> it's a good job we're pretty chilled out, right? And don't have much else to do. Honestly, so ridiculous. But yeah, think about how much it's changed. So from that time of like, being in your non-woking Hove-based flat, um, recording with pop shields and microphones and with really dull titles like licensing and, um, you know, uh, what what else did we talk about? Builders, (laughs) joint ventures, (laughs) turning stories. And yeah, there we go. We've got a pop shield coming on the screen right now. So yeah, I miss the pop shields. They were great. But now... Like, yeah, we, we've a pandemic happened. And I think the pandemic was... Before we move on to the pandemic, can we just see, does the pop show make a difference? Hello? Hello? Um, no. Oh, it muffles you a bit, if anything. Hello? Do it again? Hello? I don't think your mic's close enough to the shield. Hello? That's with the pop shield. Hello? I didn't hear any difference, did you? No. I can't hear any difference either. No, no, <clears throat> no. But they are pretty, our red pop shields. And again, those were heavily featured in our social media marketing when we launched the podcast. But yeah, I don't know. I just think a lot's changed. And now we record on Zoom most of the time, apart from at Christmas last year. Mm-hmm. And Christmas but, this year. And Christmas this year, definitely, 100%. But I think, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, like, I think what we've created has been pretty amazing because there is still even to this day despite the pandemic causing or inspiring so many other podcasts out there to launch and I'm sure there's plenty that have launched in and around our industry as well I don't know of any single podcast that's like ours you know that just focuses on this really human driven element of our industry like with that don't you think no I agree I agree I think it's it's been 
it's been um, really interesting few uh, about a year or so whatever since we started the whole process of doing it all online but I don't know of anybody else that does it like the way we do it we mean um, where we turn up late to podcast recordings and where we have technical difficulties and um, we swear and yeah. yeah so basically anyone who does it as badly as we do <laughs> we don't do we it were. badly we just do it our way we do it our way. It's uniquely. That's the way. In, I was going to say, in uh, the words of my, um, I share a birthday with Mr. Frank Sinatra. And yeah. as he says, yes, obviously not the year, but um, <laughs> yeah, he, we do it our way. We do. We really do. But also, I think every time, what I love, and, you know, now um, on your Scott Baker platform, um, your social media, you, you posted a video and it was just a montage of loads of video footage um, over the past year. And it's 90% of it, if not more, is just us cracking up, laughing and, you know, talking to guests. And I think what I love, and don't you find all of our guests say the same thing when they come on, it's just like, I had no idea where that conversation was going to go and where it ended up was not where I expected it to go. And I just love that randomness so much, don't you? Yeah, they, they come on and say, I thought I was going to go to, well, I thought I was going to talk about this and then I talked about that and, <laughs> and we talked about superheroes and uh, yeah, anything but property. Anything but property. <laughs> but but, but uh, uh, father of the group does tend to bring it back to property occasionally just to keep us on track and make it a wee bit relevant. Thank just you, Matt. Just a touch, just a touch. Well, we, we can't be that irrelevant, otherwise people will stop listening to us because they come to learn a little bit or hear about property, don't they? Yeah. So we always have a property properties twist. Yeah. Do you remember that person? We, so, okay, we've got so many beautiful reviews out there. Thank you, Property Jammers. You've given us heaps of five-star reviews. Keep them coming in. We love them. In fact, why don't you just throw one at us as an anniversary present? Yeah. We'd love it. It'd be so mm -hmm. nice. But oh, do you remember that guy that gave us a one-star review? And his comment was, those guys didn't really say anything relevant about property. It's like, hello, like we did, we do talk about property. It's just that it's irrelevant because there are so many podcasts out there that talk about all the boring stuff, the strategy, the nuts and the bolts, the case studies, the blah, blah, blah. We're talking about when it fucks up. We're talking about when, you know, it gets stressful. We're talking about the heart driven reasons people get into property. We're talking about the Success, the failures, the motivations, the challenges, the heart wrenching, the FOMO, the, the 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 fear of you know you know never being the best that you can be in this industry. I mean, we just it's talk all, about it's everything. All human, it's all the human side. It's the emotional side. It's yeah. the, you know, what what drives people. And you can talk about nuts and bolts and lens of values till the cows come or home. Bricks and mortar. Bricks and mortar. That's very true. You can talk about bricks and mortar and lens of values till the cows come home. Um, but realistically, what does that mean? Not a lot, because some people are going to sit there and, and um, analyze deals till the, till the cows come home. I don't know why the cows are featuring quite heavily at the moment, but <laughs> no. um, yeah, it's, it's, it's the, my, my, my daughter's favorite word. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Actually, no, her favorite word at the moment is no. Oh, no, 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 no,
uh, and there's something else that's holding them back. And actually, I think it's important to have a space that, like this one that we create so that people can hear some of the good, the bad and the ugly. Yeah, but also like talk. what I love about that, and you mentioned in your daughter a minute ago, like I'm not being funny. That's what is behind so many people's motivations for actually getting into property in the first place, leave a family legacy. But with that comes all these challenges. Maybe you're working with your respective other half. And what does it truly mean to work with your partner? And then we've got into conversations as does your partner have to be in property or, you know, um, you know, do you, are your family on board with what you do? Or is it kind of like this separate life that you're living because they just don't get it? Or, and we've had wonderful stories, you know, I think about Sean Boyce and the relationship that he's got with his mum and the business dynamic they created there. Mm. And, you know, May Green Investments, who are working as a married couple with a baby of Ava Lilly, who've got, you know, that deep sort of motivating story about getting into property as a legacy for the, for the twins that they lost. I mean, this is the human side of property and that is not what gets spoken about, but actually that's the heart of whether you're good at this or not, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think a, a lot of a lot of that all came out of um, everyone becoming more connected on social media uh, throughout lockdown. So we kind of created a bubble of like-minded individuals that want to share their stories, that want to help each other, that want to create better properties and better uh, lives for their for their housemates, for their tenants. Looking at the human side of it, so I think you know, had it, I often wonder, had we not gone into lockdown where would we have gone with Property Jam? Because we were adamant at the beginning that we were only going to do it in the room together. Uh, we weren't going to do it on Zoom. Um, any guests we had also had to be in the room, so finding a space for them to be. I don't think we would have got half of the amount of the interesting people that we have had on um, or half of the stories that we've listened to had we not had that been pushed into that, that um, online, online option, really. So true. So, mm. so true. Right from that first episode. Do you remember the first one we recorded was with Sunny Mahal? Now, Sunny comes at property from a real mindset perspective mm. and just at the start of lockdown. So I think we recorded that in maybe like April or something. So we, we were just in the early throes of, of 2020 and, and, and lockdown one. And you could see right across the industry, there was panic. And it just felt so great to come on as a collective, as a four, with completely different angles in property to talk about how we're all feeling and create a space and relatable listening that allow people to, to realize who are in our industry, that they're not alone in these worries and anxieties that they had. And then from there, just bring on other people to discuss how they were coping with it all. Cause it didn't get more human than coronavirus, right? Exactly. Welfare and like all that. That was only episode number 28. I was just scrolling back through. Yeah. Um, as episode number 28. Um, so we've been going just over half a year. Um, and 30th of March, 2020. Spoke mm. for a whole hour and two minutes with Sunny Mahal. Yeah. Like the, the word you said there, Joe, that I picked up on is relatable. Yeah. You know, it's and also, yeah. also yeah. you remember back then, we tried to do it live. Oh, God, yeah. We tried to stream it onto Facebook, didn't we? We did. We attempted it once. We managed to do it once. And then we tried it again and then massively messed up. In fact, that was was the other technical difficulty we had with Tedge. That's Ted right. Yes, I remember um, that now. Yeah, so we're coming up soon. Uh, there's an episode uh, with Tedge and uh, it was a little bit technically fraught. Um, but keep an eye out for that one coming shortly. It was very funny because 
Yeah, technically fraught is a complete understatement because my internet, I obviously I've moved house, I've changed internet and it was just, it just failed miserably. So you're, for the first time in a long time, listeners, you're going to have an episode that barely features me talking. So you get, you get a, a what was I say, a, a break, you get rest. Can I, can I just say your house looks remarkably like a hotel room right now? <laughs> I'm so in a hotel room right now. <laughs> I just decided to treat myself. I, I took myself away for our anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> and where the hell was our invite? <laughs> you know what? It's our two-year anniversary coming up. I'm going down to Exeter. I'm just going to go. I'm just going to go. Yeah. I'll be there in two weeks. In two weeks? What are you doing down here in two weeks? Getting married. Oh, so Ex- it's not Exeter, though. Well, Exeter is um, yeah, on the way, and it's pretty much where we stop before we yeah, go. But there are lots of places on the way. Right? <laughs> saying you know like Kent's on the way or something it's ridiculous so it's like no. Kent's definitely not on the way but, no, but you know what I'm saying it's, on like, the way. it's, yeah. it's, it's, where, it's where Lara's parents uh, well Lara's uh, family lives so uh, Exeter's oh. where we stop before before we go down and get married yeah, it's not actually where you're getting, you're getting married somewhere far nicer than Exeter I like Exeter actually I think it's quite nice mm. yeah. but yes we're most definitely getting married somewhere nicer than Exeter <laughs> yeah definitely you're definitely up no offence to all our Exeter listeners sorry sorry Exeter Sometimes. Yeah, yeah we've got one, one in the background here who's just um, biting her tongue right now. Yeah, it's probably safe. Oh, to be fair, I had a lovely walk through Exeter today on my way to my hotel room. I'm teaching a property seminar tonight, which is actually the real reason why I'm down here. Um, I didn't just decide to just treat myself to a little a little night away on behalf of Property Jam. Um, but yeah, and then uh, Plymouth and Bristol. I'm going to be teaching over the next couple of days. So I suppose that's property related. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bristol, very nice places. Yeah, Bristol's on fire right now. I have to say, on the property <laughs> side of things, it's just crazy. Uh, but um, yeah, the property prices in Bristol have, have really shot through the roof, haven't they? Yeah, my business partner Shally, she's got a, a portfolio in Bristol, and yeah, it's just honestly the capital growth she's had in that portfolio over the last couple of years has been insane, <clears throat> absolutely insane. It's taken off, and like the whole skyline of Bristol, every time I go, it looks different. Mm. So, yeah, it's cool that's really cool so yeah i'm looking forward i'm there tomorrow so i'm looking forward to, to jumping into bristol always have a good time in bristol people are chill you know i i i, I really like it so outside of london it's probably some cider you're drinking down there i imagine side no because oh give me okay. cider you, you'll regret it yeah all right okay yeah, it, is that a promise it, yeah, honestly that? what the one drink i would avoid at your wedding will be cider because you know like it it's dangerous it is actually dangerous because it's so strong you could have apple juice. Yeah, see, that's not good. This is me we're talking about. Like, yeah, yeah. Apple juice, there you go. Yeah, I had a vodka and apple tizer the other night. I did that. It's quite nice. Oh, that's almost cider. No. So, okay, um, Niall, I'm going to blame your uh, neck of the world. Neck of the world? Neck of the woods? Neck of the area of the world wherever i'm going to get blamed either way no matter what you call it basically ireland fucked me over when it came to cider because i went uh, for st patrick's day to uh dublin fair city of dublin i was drinking bulmers and magnus i don't know why as soon as i sip those two ciders that are sort of bright orange look like lucasade and a high sugar content i get an instant headache like instant and i'm so pissed i can hardly function so I don't know what's in them. There's like a chemical reaction, but it, it ain't pretty. So I'm, I will be drinking anything but cider at your wedding, Matt. I'd quite like to see what this chemical reaction looks like. 
No, you, don't, you really wouldn't. Uh, no, no, no. Let's not let's not try it for your wedding. Maybe another day. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if I decide to bring my plus one. So yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Mm. So, so um, shall we? What's the theme of today's episode then, guys? Looking back. looking back yeah I, th I thought we'd clarify that for anyone who's listening going why they're just rambling on yeah we are actually talking about property and podcasting and the fact that it's very much a niche so you know we, we're now at a position where we were, we're up to about thirty thousand downloads yep which we're which is all good uh now in 72 countries wow that's that's jumped up an awful lot since we looked at it before yeah. Um, when did we look at it? About the hundredth episode wasn't that when we looked at yeah. it or yeah. spoke about it on here? Yeah. 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 So, we, so we like to look at our um, vanity stats and work out how many countries we're in. Did you call them vanity stats? Of course, of course. <laughs> the number of countries we're in is actually somewhat quite irrelevant. However, it's but it's really lovely because we have one person who has listened to us in Kenya. We have one person who has listened to us in. That's the wrong, that's the wrong list. Vietnam. There's one in Vietnam. There's one in Vietnam. Wasn't there one in Norway? Yeah, or Finland. Finland. There's one, Finland. one yeah. in Armenia. <laughs> so random. Sri Lanka, Peru, Vietnam, the Maldives, Kuwait, Mauritius, Finland, Korea, Republic of, not North, uh, Puerto Rico, St. Kitts and Nevis, Poland. Is it not Nevis? Nevis? I don't know. Like, like Ben Nevis? Q8. Um, yeah, so all of those places have had one listen in all of those, which is which is pretty cool. But then we've got more interesting places like Turkey, Ghana, Saudi Arabia, Egypt, Nigeria, where you've got at least two people that care. Argentina, <laughs> uh, Georgia, Bulgaria, Hungary, Croatia, Norway, Ukraine, Sweden, Indonesia, and Swaziland is coming out, coming out better. Austria, Jamaica, Portugal, Mexico, Brazil, Barbados, Malta. And then we jump up. Actually, Malta jumps up and then Russia jumps up. Malaysia, Cyprus, Switzerland, Guernsey, Canada, St. Lucia, Japan, Luxembourg, South Africa. He's actually really well 72. I think he is, isn't he? India, Qatar, Netherlands, Australia. Why not? Hong Kong, New Zealand, Thailand, Jersey, the Philippines, Italy, Greece, France, Belgium, Denmark, Singapore, Germany, Spain, Ireland, the UAE, United States, and at the very top, the United Kingdom. Mm. Mm. And still, can we just say that no one from Niles Fair City in the Republic of Ireland is listening to Property Jam? So his representation I'm sucks. Very disappointed. I'm going to divorce all of my family and Definitely. move abroad. Oh, hang on. I have already moved abroad. <laughs> I'm just going to divorce them. Just divorce them. But apparently in Limerick, Big's got some fans in Limerick. They're, they're <clears> got some fans in Limerick. So thank you guys, whoever you are. So yeah. 71 of them. And and also, just can we just do a big shout out to Ohio, where people just seem to love us so much. Yeah, Ohio, yeah, over a thousand, uh, almost eleven hundred in Ohio. Still loving Ohio. Very impressed with that. Yep, even Virginia has got more listens than Scotland. That's so bizarre, man. I love that so much. It's great. Oh no, sorry, um, I, I was wrong. Scotland is slightly pipping Virginia to the post. Okay. Just but Wales, Wales and Virginia are very similar in listens. Yeah. Random. But the point is, well, going back to what you were saying, Matt, about it being relevant or ish um, and being niche, is like, this is a pod. The reason we decided to put a podcast together was was threefold, wasn't it? It was to kind of, you know, pr produce relatable content 
um, talking about a, a fresh perspective on property that no other podcast was talking about out there. It was a way for us to keep in contact as three property friends so that we had that regular time together to have these conversations, but also create a community, you know, to, to create this sort of this listenership uh, and this kinship with fellow investors in different stages of their journey, because we found that the people that listen to us are either property curious, but they've never done anything. They just are interested. They're brand new to it and are just trying to hear the reality of it. They're kind of mid sort of career where they're just up and running and they can relate to the human elements within the content or they're veterans who are just sitting there going, yeah, yeah. And, and hearing, yeah, yeah, been there, done that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So any veterans exactly. want to come on and uh, talk about your particular um, stories and please do get in touch. <laughs> Love yeah, to hear Yeah. Yeah. Well, when I teach there's I always joke, I just go, I guess they put, put up your hand. If you've got an uncle in development, I'm telling you nine times out of 10, someone puts up their hand as if they've got an uncle in development. And I'm like, that's the guy I want to speak to. He's been in this for 15, 20 years. Like, what was his perspective back in the day when he started? Like, or she, auntie in development. So, yeah, it's different. They still probably more likely to be uncle, eh? unfortunately. Uh, Well, of that era, certainly. And that's another thing as well. Like, just having this, we're diverse as a group. You know, we represent different people. So Matt, I would say you're the parent contingent within us, you know, like you represent the family man who's investing in property. I'm representing females in property. And I'm obviously, I'm an active member of the Property Sisters UK movement. And Niall, from an LGBTQ plus perspective, you represent that audience as well. And that's, and also you're foreign. So, you know, tick. So like, you know, (laughs) you're a double tick, babe. (laughs) You're a little tokenistic boy. Like, yeah, but it's it's great. And yeah, I'm proud that we bring different voices to this podcast in property. Yeah, I I think it's really good. And um, just coming back to the the stats, I've just been playing around again. um, Oh God. Well, well, uh, do you want to have a guess as to what the the most listens to episodes are? Um, we did this last, we've done this a few times, but you know, where are we standing at the moment? Which episodes? Wasn't it um, uh, one of them was the guest we had on? Uh, I can't remember the title of the episode, but when Catherine was on, she was one of the most popular episodes. Oh yeah, yeah, she did well, didn't she? <clears throat> so I'm, is our pilot still up there? Because our pilot did really well, didn't it? Our pilot is still the most listened to episode, yes. Uh, but also, obviously, it is because people go back and always listen to that first before they listen to anything else. It's like a yeah. triage, isn't it, as to whether you... Mm. Mm. So is, is it worthwhile listening to anymore? <laughs> uh, yeah, why, that, 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 that one's got lots of listens, and the next one is massively behind that. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's got two listens. <laughs> two listens to the next, the next most popular episode. Um, well, no, uh, do you want to have a hazard of guesses to the, the, the highest most listened to real episode real is it got a guest on it can we get that information yes we have, to have a guest on it okay so you already have my answer it's not i think it's, it's not nile's answer i don't think, I think it's answer jill, in the top 10 i think it's jill fielding or juan or helen surely oh juan i think could be the one it is juan i see dead people yeah. in houses Still what a legend <laughs> it's the second most listened to episode 
uh, followed by students behind locked HMO doors. <clears throat> oh my God, with Harry. Harry Conti, yeah. Uh, he's number oh three. my God, I need to tell him this. This is my letting agent for those of you who, are, who don't remember. That was a, yeah. that episode was filth. I loved it. Uh, followed by joint ventures, followed by newbies to property. And we've got quite a few there, which are just the three of us, the very early episodes. Um, and then we've got some more uh, interviews. We've got Living the Good Property Life. Oh, with, um, oh, was that with Christina Castellina? No, Susanna Cole. Oh, she's like, yeah, because those two episodes were titled quite similarly. I love Susanna's episode. That was so great. Yeah. That was just a, she's a ball of energy, that one. I she love really her. She's a yeah. really big friend of the podcast. She always pushes us on socials. I love that girl. Yeah, so it's her. And then we had uh, um, Rob and Sarah, you mentioned already, Made Green Investments. Um, mm. Zoe Conning, Zoe the Hero. Oh, Zoe, I haven't heard from Zoe in a while. Yeah, great yeah, stuff. And, and then Tenant Stories. Oh, I love ten. Number nine, followed by Bricks and Mortar with Bricks and Daughters at number ten. Oh, oh Rick. Joint number ten. Yeah, and, and with money as well. Hmm. So some of our earlier ones are still up there. Nice one. It's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? I'm fascinated that the students behind closed doors has got such a high listenership. I didn't realise that. That's fascinating. Well, it's something that we learned. We're talking about uh, property podcasting. Uh, is how you title an episode can have an impact mm. on how well it performs. So the reason why episode 63, I see dead people and I buy their houses is so popular is because people are like, oh, what is that? And they listen to it and they actually quite keep listening because Juan rips into me straight away, you know. That was the funniest. That was the funniest. I'm, from, I'm from China, you dick. <laughs> That's so funny. Just, like, she just <laughs> went for you, went for the jugular straight away. <laughs> so, um... Okay. <laughs> So, yeah, so, um, yeah, that, again, and again, Can I tell you, sometimes when I'm feeling sad, I just listen to that introduction because it makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing that there's someone worse off than you. <laughs> it's like people who used to watch Jeremy Kyle. You watch it to make yourself feel better because somebody got it. That <laughs> 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 got rinsed. Wow. Anyway, oh, students God. behind locked HMO doors, again, I think <laughs> it's very popular because of the title. Because behind closed doors, what goes on? Mystery, yeah. mystery, yeah. Exactly. And yeah. then obviously joint Also, venture. Harry's well connected. I bet he told everybody that he recorded that podcast and loads of people listened. <laughs> probably sent it out to his uh, students that he manages. He probably did. No jokes. Cool. So yeah, so that, that was a bit of a, an aside there. Um, how are we doing on, on the, um, the old episodes uh, lottery? Actually, speaking of episode lottery, shall we shall, shall we do a bit of episode roulette? Like, yes. um, I was literally going to say the same thing. Yeah. Oh, Niall, on um, point, baby. So, um, normally, for those those people that haven't listened to episode jam, episode jam before, property jam before. Episode um, jam. I don't think anyone's listened to an episode jam yet. <laughs> so, property jam. Uh, if you made it this far, uh, you're doing really well. Uh, but what we're going to do is we're going to play our own version of episode roulette. Normally, we ask the guest to um, say stop uh, when I'm scrolling through the previous episodes of Property Jam. But this time, I'm going to flip between Niall and Joe. So what I'm going to do, I am scrolling now. Um, so when you say stop, I shall stop. And then I'm going to, well, then we can talk about that particular episode. Okay. Niall. Oh, me. Stop. Oh, it's actually playing it. <laughs> that was actually just my previous song I was listening to. I hit the wrong button. 
I listen to, I listen to salsa in the gym. People probably think you listen to hardcore stuff. I listen, I listen to salsa in the gym. It's pretty cool. So um, I'm to exercise too. That makes sense. Yeah, carry on. No. So no, so stop when you're ready. I did. I already said stop. I know you did, but I hit the play button instead. For God's sake, rookie. Just can't get the stop these days. Okay, stop. Episode forty-one. Property. It makes human sense. Um, this was like duh. Well, yes, exactly. This is with Michelle Cairns from YPN. So um, yeah, so uh, she runs the YPN uh, podcast. Um, Is this a bad time to mention I've just cancelled my subscription to that? It, it probably. Mm. Sorry, Michelle. They never, never had us back on on their podcast. We probably need to catch up with them and go. That's know. why I cancelled out of vengeance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Michelle had a had a really human approach to it because she started off life as a teacher. So she had that aspect of it, um, and obviously being in YPN as well, she saw it from the inside and what the industry really was like. So I really enjoyed that episode with her on. And she actually, she even came to do one of our open days as well in Warrington way back when. She did. She came to Warrington and Stockport and we showed them around a couple of our projects that we're doing at the time. Yeah. So she's a, she's a, like um, like a lot of people, she's also a good friend of the of Property Jam. Mm, yeah. Although now that your subscription's cancelled, she may change her mind. Yeah. Do you know, I, I did it because, well, you know, when you move house, you just cancel a whole bunch of stuff. Like I just, instead of redirecting it, I just cancelled it. So I do need to um to 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 sort it out but uh, yeah i will i will sorry michelle i'll be back babe i just you know moved house so give me a break yeah cool 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 leo so i'm scrolling again joe over to you now okay stop episode 94 <coughs> flat pack drama and april spritz and becoming a tenant again that was us fairly recently, wasn't it? Um, it was me. <laughs> Beginning of July. It feels like it was fairly recently, but that was a good July, July, August, and October, four months ago. Yeah. Well, that was me moving house. Um, and yeah, being a tenant again. So going from being a homeowner to being a tenant and stepping into that tenant experience was uh was certainly a transition and not one I really enjoyed, if I'm honest. Um Mm. Yeah, I, you know me, I, I'm, I'm very, my human perspective on property is that owning property doesn't mean anything. It doesn't make you, it's not a defining thing. It's not something that makes you who you are. It's not part of my value system. For me, property is about creating a home somewhere, whether that's a home you create for somebody else through your investment or whatever space you inhabit at the time, whether it's a hotel room like the one I'm in at the moment and I you know I'm renting it for the night or I'm renting a flat or I own a house it doesn't matter it's about the space that you create within it and that's very different when it comes to you know your personal your personal life but what's interesting is the is the uh, experience that goes alongside that and the onboarding as a tenant was was yeah not one I I overly enjoyed but it's, it's settled now so we're good we are good. Hmm. Interesting. It's good to see it from the other side, but you don't really think about it, do you? You just, it's like, especially when all of that's outsourced and you've got a management agent in place, you don't really, you're not involved with that part of it. 100%. And also what I love, two things have happened. Since renting, even though it's not your property, like I love the lack of responsibility that comes with it, if that makes sense. Like if something's wrong, 
it's somebody else's problem. I really love that element of renting, right? It's not my problem. It's not my leak. Someone else's leak. What I don't like is the lack of control I have over that. So if, you know, the immediacy of which I can get it resolved, um, that's that's then where you have to liaise with a, a third party agent. And that's just bullshit because they, they've, well, in my experience, I've, so far has been they're very slow. You know, yeah, on yeah. the on just to caveat that slightly because recently I've been starting to spend a lot more time with Cohome um, and managing our own portfolio, bringing on tenants, looking after all the maintenance and stuff. Um, and when things go wrong, um, you know, we we I still have to find those maintenance people. Yeah. Um. So whether whether it's for my own house or for somebody else's, um. But maintenance people, like we've talked about here on the podcast before, are difficult to get hold of and to find ones that are good and uh, responsible you know they're they're few and far between so even on our own properties when we when something goes wrong because we have had a leak as we've discussed before yes. have been leaks, uh, but to get the right people in to manage that has still been slow but it's not just that you know so here's a classic example so i was i've been showering in my in my new bathroom but because it faces onto the street even though the glass is frosted I can't shower at night because if I do you can see me you know you can see my silhouette through the frosted glass so I have one guy come up banging on the window like wait whilst I was in the shower at like 9 p.m and I'm all like okay so phoned the letting agent and was like I need a blind like bring that get a blind fitted it took a month to get one bloke round to fit a blind and a lock on the bathroom door. Let me tell you something. Not only did this bloke turn up day one with no blind and no lock, and the second day he turned up, which was about a week later, he turned up with the wrong lock and he had the right blind, but he fitted it badly. So he fitted it far too much to the left so that every time you pull it down, it buckles, it gets caught on the lip of the window. So I'm like, and it took him, when he actually fitted it, at the, one lock, one blind it took him seven hours wow talk about wrong person for the job honestly yeah. and was he just kept telling me he was he was narrating the whole process the italian fella just like really talking with his hands explaining the problems he was having blah, blah, blah. yeah i mean seriously I, and it's not my house now if that was someone doing it for me I, it's different but it's not it's not my house so yeah so we do one more yeah. Okay. First person to say stop. Stop. Um, episode 32. Why, Amy? Why? Oh, my baby girl, my accountability partner, my fellow public speaker, podcaster, and professional property investor. Love Anything Amy Robinson. <laughs> Anything else? Just what Joe said. <laughs> I don't, can Amy's I just, a legend can I in just, our eyes. Can I just say, she is, let's just, it's, I don't think this is any coincidence that you said stop and it land on Amy. Amy's one of the biggest reasons Property Jam exists because we as a collective had the idea and when Matt and I were running the Wealth Investing Network together, it was Amy who came on with her former podcast partner, Dan, and we did a podcast panel. Do you remember? Mm. And it was conversations with her after that that really put a rocket up our bottom and made us put this podcast together. And she had so much faith in us. Um, and she's an incredible podcaster herself. I mean, that's what she does. That's her niche. And she's in the top 1% of podcasters, podcasts in the world. 
and she massively flies our flag. So thank you, Amy, for the love and the support. Um, we're very grateful. Yeah, agreed. Um, oh, so we're in the top 5%, right? Yeah, we are, although that could have changed. I've not checked for about a month now. So yeah, mm -hmm. okay. it's all to do with consistency. It is. Podcasts that fall by the wayside are the ones that don't turn out regular content. And uh, mm. we have, I mean, we are, we're niche. Our podcast is very unlikely to be the 1% because it's so niche. This is what we were saying. But it's that top 5% is a community yep. of people who listen regularly, which is lovely. Mm. It is indeed. And also, there's 2.7 million podcasts out there just saying, so to be top 5% is pretty fucking awesome. That is, isn't it? So, so um, that's a lot yeah. of podcasts. That's a lot of podcasts. It's crazy. And, and you were saying before that uh, before the pandemic, there were there were less than a million. Yeah, it was it was just under a million podcasts globally. This is, and now it's running at about two and a half, two point seven million. Because you can imagine the whole world went online, and as a result of that, everyone started podcasting. Be interesting to see now that we're, we're coming out of lockdown and the world's kind of getting back to normal. Whether that will continue or whether they'll drop off. I think it'll right. be a drop off. Yeah, it'd be interesting to, to, well, I was going to say exactly what Niall said, but um, does it count the ones that are currently live or does it count all the, um, uh, yeah, what is that 2.7 based on? The number of podcast titles, the podcasts out there, or the number of active podcasts? No, it's the number of podcasts out there, whether they're active or not. So it'd be interesting to see the number of active podcasts. Mm. And it won't be as many as you think. And also even 2.7 million sounds like a lot of podcasts. It really isn't across the world. And if you think about the reason why you listen to podcasts, you know, it's, it's because it's satisfying something very specific. And I think sometimes people launch podcasts that are far too general. Therefore, they've got such a broad listenership that they don't retain a loyal audience. But that's the benefit of being so niche. You know, we'll have a lawyer. We've got a lawyer lawyer a loyal listenership it could be a lawyer listening to us somewhere it could be and um, we're happy to discuss legals on the property side in fact there's probably an angle we've only sort of Ooh. touched on a wee bit um with uh, it was joy savile wasn't it <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah we've had but, joy um, on. yeah with wills and stuff and sort of the the tax implications and stuff but yeah like i don't know i just think the reason people listen to podcasts is to like you said niall is to find relatable content that you know is entertaining they connect to, um, supports them, reassures them, inspires them, motivates them, and to a certain extent informs them. And even though I know we say we're irrelevant, you know, non-educational and non-informative, we are those things inherently because of the human conversations that we have and the feedback that we've had from people telling us just how much they love listening to the three of us from different perspectives and how funny it is and laughing out loud and the property subjects that we cover and the guests that we have on, that's everything. That's mm. why we did it. It's when you meet someone who knows you because they've listened to you on the podcast, um, yeah. which has happened, which happened to Niall um, uh, a few weeks ago. Yeah, that was very, very bit surreal. I think it happened to you as well, Joe, didn't it? It, we're it, did, at a, it happened, yeah. Well, I was at a, back, at a black tie event and I sat down beside this guy and he just said, hello, Niall. And I'm like, um, hello, <laughs> who are you? And then it turns out he recognised my voice and obviously from the videos and everything on uh, Property Jam. So it was a bit, a bit weird. Nice I love weird. that. I love but, that. But also, um, we had one of our joint venture partners now um, first uh, listened to Property Jam, then um, came along to Brighton Property Meet. 
and um, didn't realize that we were the same people. What? And then he was like, hang on a minute, you're, you're on Property Jam. And then we, we became friends and then now, now we're investing together. So uh, yeah, it's, it goes, uh, yeah, it goes a long way. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? When people say, oh, it's so weird seeing your face because I've heard your voice and you're like, Ugh. Yeah, or they say, oh my God, you're really, you're a lot shorter in real life than I expected you to be. It's like, oh, right, okay. <laughs> how, did you get, how did you go and gauge my height for my voice? But we all do that. If you look on social media, so I went to a professional speaking association event at the weekend and I've been talking to people in this public speaking world for about a year and I, you only see their top half, don't you? So I had all these assumptions about how tall or short people were. I was wrong on every single one. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I can get that from when you're seeing someone, you're seeing someone's top half, you, you start to gauge and you start to, you know, um, look, look at proportions and in your mind you get a picture. Um, but if you're just listening to someone's voice, someone listening to this right now, trying to work out, okay, is this guy a tall guy, short guy, you know, and there, there, is there a way that you can, yeah, you, your brain is making that up from the intonation of your voice, the confidence, the whatever it is that, that they're taking from it. Yeah, I had it last year when we did the, um, we had to, did some online training and after it, we did a site visit and a couple, one of the couples turned up and they're like, Oh, you're a lot shorter than I expected you to be. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> my, my legs go all the way to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you know what it is? I think with men in particular, I think the deeper the voice, the taller they assume you are. Actually, I think for women as well, the higher your voice, the shorter they, they assume you are. The, the deeper your voice, the taller they assume you are. And I think that's just a general assumption that we make without even realising it. Mm, yeah, you're probably right, yeah. Right. That, that, that is that is true because of the way. No, not a true, true. But I mean, things that are bigger generally sound lower. Things that are smaller sound higher. That's the nature of physics. Hang on. Say that again. The, the things that are what? They think about a piano or a xylophone. You yeah. They the small ones that you hit, the small bars on a xylophone yeah. are really small, and the the big ones. So the, bigger, the small ones sound bars. high. The big ones sound low. So if you're instinctively thinking, oh, big thing sounds uh, lower, well, big things must must be lower. Small things must be higher. And or, maybe, like, or like Lurch from the Adams family. Yeah. That's my that favourite note, reference. Start, I, think, I think we're going to wrap up because I think we've got entirely irrelevant and off topic. Um, <laughs> what a great way to like us. <laughs> I'm just going to say something to make it property relevant. House. There you go. We're fine. We're back. <laughs> I'm actually watching House at the moment. It's quite good. I like, I like House. Although, can I just say, with House, you get House fatigue very quickly. Because he's all like, you know, just angry, can't solve the problem, gets high, finds the solution, saves somebody. It's it's the same fucking story. It's the same, it's the same formula. I did say that to, uh, to Lara at one point. I was just like, oh, I can predict what exactly what's about to happen. <laughs> but then it changed. And I think uh, I'm towards the end of this the series now. Um, and it's not as bad as it was. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but it's it's all right. It's all right. I'm a big Hugh Laurie fan, so uh... yeah, same. Yeah. Mm. Cool. Anyway, well, let's wrap up. Thank you very much for uh, listening to our ramblings all about being two years old. Yay! Um, yay! If you would like to send us a cake, uh, <laughs> you're more than welcome to do do so. Um, Where are they sending it? Uh, well, they can email us and get get an address, right? Why do I have a feeling that might be your address? 
I don't know, I might give them the neighbour's address. I don't know exactly where I live. Fair, fair, fair enough. And I, I don't like cake. So if you want to I'm send me a fan of cake. Box. I'm a not a fan of box. cake either, I'm afraid. So, um, yeah, you'll have to send the cake to Matt. But send the booze to me and Niall. We'll happily consume that. Yes. Well, on that note, thank you very much. It's been a goodbye from me. And it's a goodbye from me. And it's a goodbye from me too, then. jam with us on social media where you can hear more and see more on facebook search property jam podcast or you can follow us on instagram at property jam podcast or you can email us at property jam podcast at outlook.com see, see you on the next, next episode, episode.